everybody, and welcome back into Talk Off. It is March 10th, Friday. Holy fuck, Zach. I threw that. I was awful, dude. <laughs> I was, for everyone who's listening to last week's show, I was like deathly ill when we were recording this. Like, could barely make out a full sentence without coughing and like having to drink water. And it was a nightmare last week, but I'm feeling better this week. So I took back over the uh, intro for this week's show. And uh, there's definitely some rust. Dude, but you know what? Okay. You know you're allowed to, you're allowed to be rusty. Right. You know, what's the best part about that is like, it's only going to go up from here. It's true. So I hope, I hope your day has been going better than mine, Zach, because my day fucking sucked so far today. Tell me about it. Why was it so bad? Mine was not not terrible, normal, like every other day. Well, the Friars played uh, UConn oh, today. I, I wasn't and, gonna bring it up. And um, and man, like I I went into this game not expecting a lot because the team hasn't been playing well the past three to four weeks. So honestly, I was like, this is, you know, it is what it is. Like, we'll probably get bounced by UConn, and then we'll be a 10 seed come Sunday. Like, it's, it's going to be whatever. We were down 28 at one point, and I was like, fuck this game. This is over. And then for some god-awful reason, we decided to come back and bring my hopes up. They build it all up just to fucking run it over with an 18-wheeler, and the Friars are now eliminated which I knew was going to happen, but like, why did you have to get my hopes up for that fucking 15 minute stretch? So I was actually mid while you were talking about that. I was like, I'm going to ask this question. So you yeah. would rather, you would rather get blown out than lose hundred percent. Uh, 1000%. I mean, like you came back from a 28 point lead. That's still very impressive. Obviously they didn't win. So who gives a fuck? But I mean, it's, no, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it was a good rally and it showed, and like, I they should have lost by 40. I guess I guess the, the the takeaway of this is it's not the end of the season because we'll still be in the tournament. But and and I guess you could say like a good takeaway would be that down twenty eight they did still fight. So this shows that even if they're down twenty or thirty points, that they they're still in the game and capable of coming back. But I don't know. It just sucks. Like the, it, it would be it would have been cool to to have a shot at playing for the because I mean I don't know. Marquette would have been a, a tough game, and I think Marquette is probably going to win the whole tournament. But uh, it would have been nice to have a shot to to beat them. But it's an exciting time. It's a, this is this is always this is the best time of year, in my opinion, where it's like baseball is coming back, opening day is right around the corner, and we have March Madness just taking us right into the home stretch right now, Zach. I could not agree with you more. This is the perfect time for everything, especially because it's World Baseball Classic year. It just gives because now we have basically playoff baseball going along with everything, with conference tournaments, with March Madness starting. It's it's phenomenal. It's a great time for baseball and yeah, so for speak, all, everything. Yeah. So speaking of baseball, we've I mean we've been talking about this for a few months now. The World Baseball Classic kicked off. We touched base a bit, a little bit on that in Tuesday's show, but now that we're we're full fledged um, into pool play, now we've gotten the chance to see some major league talent really showcase some some of their uh, some of their shit. We, Shohei Otani, man, two for four in the opening game for Japan, two for four, two RBIs with a two bagger, four innings pitched, five Ks, one hit, no runs. Yep. I mean, that's just that is just a lot of fun to see. 
I mean, MLB's uh, best player on like a stage like that. He's doing what we what we thought he was going to do, which is put Team Japan on his back, even though they, he doesn't need to because they're so talented. But he's still going to put them on his back and say, let's fucking go. The guy's going to hit going to get at least two hits a game. One of them's going to be an extra base hit. And if he pitches, he's going to throw at least five innings with probably at least five to seven strikeouts, honestly, and most likely zero to one runs earned. Earn runs. So, that, so that's what's just the, what's going to happen. What's the deal now with his his pitch count, inning limit? Like When, when can he throw again? I honestly have n- no clue. I think Sunday – Saturday or Sunday? I'm gonna. I think it's Sunday. Um, I mean, but, I'm sure the Angels aren't like thrilled to, to to see him on the mound again. But yeah, I didn't see his pitch count from today, so I don't really know. But I don't I, actually. That doesn't matter. It's just in fucking little league. I think it's three days. I want to say it's three days. And Japan, like like we were always saying, Zach, when we did our picks and preview, Japan looks like what we expected. Just a powerhouse, a team that could play all around. Lars Newfield making that sick diving catch out in center today. And also, what is this Newfield? Like? Oh, what I said, Newfield. You definitely did. Oh my god! I don't know anybody named Lars Newfield. I, I don't. It's been a rough day. Give me a break. Um, no, but this 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 salt and pepper celly he has going on. You see, yeah. it's like it's going viral all over Japan. Yeah, I know. Which is cool. So he's like a phenom in Japan now. I think they I'm, love him. In they Japan. love him. They love that he's playing for their national team, dude. It, it, it's it's hilarious. It's so fun. This is honestly what makes this tournament so much fun. Is to see shit like this because we don't see like baseball on an international stage in a regular year in our just little major league bubble. No, we don't. And a lot of times we forget about the guys that play in Japan that honestly some of the guys are as talented as the guys we have here. If not more talented. If not more talented, especially, you know, you talk about Team Japan and, you know, like we talked about last episode, their third baseman Murakami, the guys hitting as many home runs as Aaron Judge is and as many RBIs as Pete Alonso is and he's still hitting 300 in, in the NPB over in Japan, so... It's it's fun because you get to see guys from all over the place, and then you see Team Japan with all these professional athletes that play in the NPB, and then you look at the Czech Republic team, and did you see the video that the, that they put out or whatever? And they were asking everybody on the Czech team what their real job is because they're oh, all yeah they're, they're all was, accountants and I, construction I was, workers. I, I was telling you about this on like like two weeks ago when I Dude, it was it's so funny. It was it's hilarious. It's hilarious. The so guy, what's, their, what's their deal? Did they have they played yet? Uh, they play tonight at ten. Actually, that's oh, their fuck yeah. their, their I'm first so game that. tonight at ten against against China, who just lost it. I think it's hilarious how China's technically you wanna, playing. You watch that with me tonight? Should we have like a little date? You want you want to do you want to text and watch that? A. a. I don't have. It's on Tubi. I don't know what Tubi I is. What I, don't, Tubi I, don't, is. I, don't, I don't think I have that. I don't know. I bet you we can figure it out, though. I could probably figure it out. Yeah, but th- that's going to be a good game tonight. Czech and China, both honestly the lower tier of teams that we have in the World Baseball Classic, so it's going to be an interesting matchup. Uh, I'm curious to see what the Czech team has because you see a team full of, like we said, accountants, construction workers, landscapers, contractors, and – See what they got. 
I think it's nah, fucking this, hilarious. This, 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 this Czech team definitely has the feel of of a very gritty team, like like 1980s U.S. Uh, hockey team. That's the I year, mean, right? It would Jay, be. Jake, can you can you can you confirm that's the year? That was right. We're getting right? a head shake. We're getting a head right? shake. That's correct. That's the right. Okay, I just wanted to make sure because I would have sounded really stupid if that if that if that wasn't the year. Um. I don't know if you saw, but in our first game, I we had pretty much what I consider to be – oh, not our first game. Our first game yesterday, Wednesday, Panama against Chinese Taipei, mm-hmm. possibly the candidate for catch of the tournament. Oh, The yeah. catch by the right fielder for Panama, Luis Castillo, colliding with the center fielder, hangs on and pretty much runs into the fence too. That was yeah, an unreal. insane catch. I watched that li- that catch live. That was an insane catch. Did you see the uh, the like one thousand IQ play for uh, Australia? What was that? Uh, one of the it was in the Korea Australia game. One of the Korean players was celebrating a double, and during his celebration, came off the bag. The Australian player held the tag the entire way. Review. That's- Review called the player out. That you know what I call that? It's a one thousand IQ play. It's fucking gritty baseball. Mm-hmm. That's just fucking gritty baseball. That's what they play. You're down gonna, you're gonna the... take what they're gonna give us. That's what that's what that's what you're gonna do in Australia. Hey, I mean Team Australia's got we talked about them I mean at the beginning as one of the teams that we weren't gonna talk about because there <laughs> there's not I love much Australia. there. I wanna they, go down on Australia. They have to they have to have these little plays or else they're not going to do anything in this tournament. So I'm happy for Australia. I don't think a lot of people saw them beat Korea in their first game in the World Baseball Classic. So props to them. Yeah. And what's your, what's your opinion on the, um, like some of the teams in pool play that haven't started yet. So like they know the U S Venezuela the te- teams like that. They're, they're not, at their locations yet, so they're playing major league rosters right now. Well, I or, or what's left of the major league spring training rosters. What's your opinion on those games? Like it just it just seems like I don't know. Like I, I I'm not really for it to be honest with you. It just seems weird. I think it's great. They I, need I the know. practice. No, I understand. They, I just think they it's don't weird. They they just they don't play to they don't play together ever. No, so, I, know. I mean. You got to get that chemistry with the guys on the field, and the the only way really to do it is play the major league talent that they're around, and they're in Phoenix and they're in Miami, which is where there's major league talent. The USA no, team in fair. Phoenix played played the Angels today, one six nothing. It's obviously the Angels without Shohei and Otani and Mike yeah, Trout, yeah. but um, I mean they looked great out there. The lineup was hitting, and they gave up no runs, which is what you want to see when you're playing a team like that. So. I think it's good. I think it's good to size up. I think to see what these teams really have, honestly. And the U, like the U.S. team, looked really good. I think it was Team Mexico didn't look great today. Um, and it, you know, it's gonna it's gonna be really interesting to see when when it starts if the teams that did practice, you know, come out hotter than the ones that didn't. The teams that had these games, if they come out hotter than what we've seen from the Pool A and the Pool B side. Um, that didn't play these games against major league talent. Right. I I mean, 
I think it's good. I think it's good. I think it's what they should do. They have the teams there already, and those teams want practice as well as the fucking no, I mean, you're already uh, well, down baseball there. classic teams. So, yeah, right. yeah. And, you're, and at the end of the day, like, like Altuve's been on fire since he's um, since he's he's left uh, the Astros and went to Team uh, Venezuela, joined up with them. But he's been on fire. He has like I think two or three home runs. Yeah. Did you did you uh not, not not to change the subject? Did you see the video of uh the Panama Netherlands game? Christian Betancourt just absolutely trucking the home plate umpire <laughs> yes, to, try, yes. to try to get to a, a a pop fly. That was hysterical, dude. That that's why I love these tournaments because it's like all eyes are on these tournaments. So when funny shit happens, it just it's fucking hilarious. No, literally, dude. It's like. Didn't even try to like swim move out of the way out of the umpire. It was just I'm coming straight through you right now. It was just like honestly block or charge though. I'm gonna watch this again. I'm trying to figure out if this is a block. Ooh, that's a big block. I'm sure it's blue. Blue, but blue did not set his feet. Defensive foul. Yeah, but that that Netherlands team. Sorry. They le- they look good. That Netherlands team two and zero so far. Pool play. Yeah, my pick for, to come. I dude, that- I dude. Profar is like a. I I I always forget like how good he is. He was like one of the best prospects in the MLB. I know at, when he was a prospect, he came up and wasn't that, but he's still a solid player. The talent is there. I he, I think he had a lot of health issues, and it just didn't really pan out the way everybody thought it was going to. Yeah, and he's he's only thirty years old, so it's 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 not really too late for him to start turning things around. I mean, he had a great twenty twenty two season, so I guess you can maybe make the argument that maybe he's starting to figure it out a little bit on a major league level. I mean, twenty twenty two, fifteen home runs, twenty nineteen and twenty eighteen with the A's and the Rangers, both twenty home runs, both over sixty five RBIs. So the I mean, power's there. The ta- the talent is definitely there. It would be it would be cool to see him become like a pretty good contributor. Uh, oh, excuse me, contributor contributor for the Padres this season because they're I mean they're they're just going to be relying on Soto Machado like the big guns Bogarts. Yeah. But it would be cool to see someone like Profar step up once in a while. Those are guys that make and break all star teams like that. Teams 100%. with with such heavy talent up up at the top. It's the back end guys that right. really got to have a supporting cast. You're only you're only as good as your weakest player is is the old saying and it, it's honestly true sometimes and if if they can get production out of those kind of guys you know the Padres they can get production out of guys like Jake Cronenworth and Jerickson Profar Hassan Kim if they get those guys going on top of their four elite players then they're unstoppable and I think. Yeah. I think Profar and Bogarts, you know, they're playing together on Netherlands. That's going to help the relationship a little bit. Even playing a little bit with these guys helps a little bit, and they need to get, you know, used to each other. I'm scared of this Netherlands team in the World Baseball Classic. I'm not going to lie. Bogarts looks great. He had a home run. Didi Gregorius had a home run the other day. This Netherlands team looks good. I still expect them to come out of Pool A. That will make my pick correct, obviously, because I'm the guru. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen? Um, they could make some noise. You never know. Did you see uh, Harvey the other day for Team Italy? Not, not really too bad for a guy who's averaging eighty nine miles an hour on his fastball. Harvey, not three, terrible. Three innings, two hits, no runs, one walk, no strikeouts, and also he had 
the fattest lip I've ever seen packed on a mound besides maybe CC Sabathia. But, like, dude, like, unbelievable amount of chew in this guy's bottom lip. I mean, give the guy must a break. Just be, what, must just be rocking the thirty-nine years sickest, old. Bu- must be rocking the sickest buzz on that out on that mound. <laughs> I if I was out Matt there, Matt Harvey's that, thirty-three. No, yeah, dude. No, he's he came up when he was really young. Oh my god, I hate when those fuck me up. Those get me every time, yeah. dude. The Madison Bumgarner one is the one that gets me the, the most. Mad, but Mad Bum is weird because he always he's always he's looked 30. like he's like forty. He's also, I'm pretty sure, 33 or 34. Um, and then he obviously, pitched in the World Series at 20. Obviously, it was weird to see uh, Harvey uh, face Cespedes. That was weird as a Met fan was, to see. Yeah, I guess. And Cespedes bit. dropped the pop fly in the outfield, which was like so, so relate. Like, so, I had seen that so, so many times. I'd seen that so many times. It like literally gave me flashbacks to first pitch of the. 2015 World Series, when he boots yeah. that bar ball from that pop fly, from, excuse me, ball that Alcides Escobar hits, and inside yep. the park home run. Inside the park home run, that was yep. a good time, good time. And then for Team Italy, Mike Mike Piazza, because I'm gonna I'm I'm I, I'm an Italian, so I'm gonna say it correctly. Piazza rocking the uh, that stash. Have you seen that stash he's rocking? He's rocking a handlebar this week. Or he's this, such this a beast. Tournament. He's he's looking good. He's looking telling you with good. with him as you as your head coach. How can you not? How can you not root for this team? I wonder if he'll get looks at being a uh, coach somewhere, not necessarily at the major league level, because there's guys like um, Howie Johnson who gave us like one of the best uh, managerial rants in like minor league pro ball, like some short season pro ball in the South, which is like the sickest thing ever. So I don't know. I think it'd be kind of cool to see Piazza get a job somewhere. I think it would. And then let's see. Let's when did, So the U S plays Saturday, right? The U S's first game is Saturday night against great Britain. We did. We played all I'm saying, all I'm going to say for this game. And there's, there's that's it. Mm-hmm. We played them at their sport. We tied. Now play our fucking sport. We're gonna yeah. win probably twenty five to nothing. Fuck Great Britain. Lizzie's in a box. Yeah, have you seen it's, it's have you seen Britain's is. jerseys? They're bad, dude. Yes. They're they bad. are bad. They're bad. They look like um you know those like little league jerseys before like before you were in Little League when you were playing like eight-year-old like whatever they called like because it was like nine to like or ten to twelve when you were like nine and playing in like the the triple a version of little league and they would give you jerseys that were pretty much like screen printed like (laughs) yeah the shittiest jerseys possible yeah that's what great britain's jerseys look like and i'm not even exaggerating it pretty much no, but sat- I mean Saturday is the big day. That's when when everything gets started off. All pools are playing on Saturday. We have, I mean, two, four, six, eight games on Saturday, spanning from five a.m. to eleven p.m. Yeah, so, like we said, like the this tournament flies by. So it's flies be by a lot of storylines in a very short uh, span of time. It is going to be a, f- a fucking ride. I. I we're, I mean, U.S. is kicking Great Britain's ass on no, Saturday. Fuck. I mean, kicking Britain. their ass. 
Sunday night is the game I'm looking forward to. I don't even know. Like where 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 in Britain? Oh, they have cricket. They have cricket. They probably just have fifteen cricket players out there. Bunch of idiots. Talk English, morons. They will. They will. They do speak English there. No, 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 no. I speak English. They speak British. Ah, I see where you're going with that one. Yeah, son. 1776. Boston Tea Party. Yup. Like I'll that, dump that huh? tea. I'll dump that tea. This your tea? No, but the big game is Sunday night, Mexico against U.S. This is going to be a, a giant, giant game held in Phoenix, too. So Mexico might have more fans than U.S. I will not be surprised at oh all. Oh, my God, dude. I'm sorry. I just uh, I just saw the most cringy Pete Alonzo quote of all time, dude. Oh, my God. Oh, my So Mark DeRosa wanted to take him out of the game earlier today, and Pete Alonzo said, I don't get oh, a chance to wear this uniform. I'm, I'd like to stay in. I saw that. He's such a loser. Like, you're going to have fucking three more weeks with the jersey, and then they're going to give it to you after, probably. You know, Pete Alonso is going to go fucking nuts when he catches, like, a pop fly. Against, oh, my God. Like, he's so annoying. He might get an American flag tattooed on his ass. He's that kind of guy. He's, yeah, he he's, is. He's, he's that type of guy after this. I, I, dude, if they have like a Team USA group chat, he's definitely the guy in the group chat being like, yo, let's get like, like let's get the flag on our asses, boys. Like, if we win this, we're getting it on our asses, fellas. I feel like everybody hates Pete Alonso. Like, I feel like he comes up to no, a group no, no. of people I and starts talking and everyone and, – and, No, 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 no. I mean like the players. I feel like um, if there's a group of people talking and Pete Alonso walks up and he's like, hey, guys, how's it going? They're like, oh, get this fucking idiot out like, of here. I think when Pete Alonso comes around, it's – Jake is agreeing like, with oh, me. Jake is agreeing with me. He's I like definitely that picture, I like that picture of him in in the in the tunnel before the the uh, home run derby. And he's just got his eyes closed and he has like five hundred chins in that shot. He's like him in he's the like home run derby. D- multiple du- like just chin on chin action. Like looks like he's been eating Twinkies all day and he's about to go. He's just and he's and he's deadlifting before the home run derby. And like so I would have al- and I love it. I love it. Trust me, he's a character. Like I love him on the Mets. Like he's one of my favorite players, but. I completely understand why, like, objectively, Pete Alonso looks like an idiot sometimes. I would, He's a and like, He's I a would, I would absolutely allow the whole being so into the home run derby and fucking taking it so seriously if you win every year. And it looked like he was going to, and he didn't win last year. If he no, won every it, year, it, it was, then whatever. No, like, and, and the thing that sucked was, is I bet it, I, I bet on him to win the home run derby. And the second I saw the dude throwing up like three hundred pounds, I was like, "What? What are we doing here? What are we trying to prove?" Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's he's so weird, but I can't, I can't even make fun of him because my first baseman might be even weirder. Yeah, your first baseman is weird. Tristan Casas is uh, apparently like the weirdest person that anyone's ever met. <laughs> is he? What's like? Like, give me some context to that. So, I mean, he paints his nails, which I'm not. I I'm not the nails. biggest fan of. But it, 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 here's the thing: like, I don't give a fuck what you do if you hit 40 home runs and hit a and 100 RBIs and bat 280. It, like, right? Yeah, he could. 
I don't even care what he does if he does that. Sure. He like he could go run naked through the streets of Boston for all, all I right. care. I mean, not, he not could meditate bit, on the mound before every inning. I don't well, give a exactly, shit. That's better than running naked, but but if he's hitting, I don't give a fuck. But apparently, he paints his nails. He he likes to sunbathe shirtless uh, on the field before the games. That he naps. He naps like in the locker room instead of like in the that's like, Pete Alonso provided places and stuff. Like apparently, there's been like a little bit of clubhouse stuff. There's a certain he, there's a he certain definitely showers unnamed, without, he definitely showers without sandals. Hundred percent, probably. He definitely there's, he's definitely a barefoot guy in the locker room. There's been a certain unnamed player, veteran oh, player oh. in the Red in the Red Sox uh, system that has a problem with his with Tristan Costas's weirdness and oh so you know what this is I, I've, I've cracked the case Tristan Costas when he when he takes a piss to the urinal he he, he pulls his pants all the way down to his ankles he definitely does not he do that know, okay he he's not a five-year-old that. boy it he's just so weird uncomfortable. it makes no I've seen a grown man do it at a sporting event one time it sucked so much sucked well you should have so told much. that grown man you should have called the fucking police because that grown man can easily be arrested I think if you pull your pants down at the urinal you should be arrested no, but it'll still put Tristan Casas in public you know. indecency. No, Tristan Casas is I love him. I love him. He's gonna hit thirty home runs this year and bat two eighty five. I'm so excited. And he can be as weird as he fucking wants to be. If he can sunbathe naked. He doesn't just have to be shirtless. Well, I mean, like, what's with all this naked shit? You're talking about indecent exposure and, and, and now you're just gonna say the guy can go cocks out at JetBlue South. Or Fenway uh, South, I mean, just just in Fenway Park, Cox out for leaves, the lads. When he leaves Fenway Park, he has to put clothes on. But he owns. So Fenway you're saying Park it's Cox? Right so it, the Fenway Fenway Park inside, what Fenway South too is 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 allowed? Fenway yeah. North and South, both. Cock free area for Casas. I'm just I'm just saying free the dick, free the dick for Tristan. <laughs> but outside, just let him grounds. be him. Let him be him. You can let him run the Boston Marathon if he wants to, cockless. Sure. If he's again, if he's going to hit forty home runs, <laughs> I really don't give a shit what he does. Fair enough. Uh, Zach, let's get into some some news that came out today. Uh, I'm going to say Dawes is right. I'm going to preface that before gonna, I say this. I actually want to have an in-depth conversation about this situation. So well, I don't, I don't really that. know how in-depth we can get about this. No, I would like to get in-depth. Right. I mean, I, 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 like I knew something was wrong with um, with Rodon, and now the Yankees came out today and said he will begin the season on the injured list with a left forearm strain. I don't really buy into all of these. Like, when they say it's a left forearm strain – I don't buy can never, on our, I don't buy in on what they name the injury. I just buy into the fact that he's on the injured list until at least the beginning of the season. Zach, we were talking about this today. It, when they say uh, to begin the season on the IL, let's let, let's do some quick like forecasting in our head here. It's at least probably two weeks out of opening day. So now you're in mid-April, and now he's gonna go. He has to do a rehab start. If not one, he's gonna do. He's gonna do more than one rehab start. So let's say two rehab starts. That's seven days down in Florida. So now you're getting towards the end of April. So now you're saying 
the first time we'll see him pitch in pinstripes is probably going to be after May 1. I think it's going to be early May is when yeah. the first time you're going to see him in pinstripes. And, you know, it's a huge blow for the Yankees. It really is because you already saw Montas go down and they just got guys going down left and right. I mean, Lou Trevino went down. Tommy Canely just went down. Harrison Bader's not feeling well. It's just like they might have the bug this year and losing Rodon is huge because as many people like to argue, and I am one of those people, even though Cole is their one and Rodon's their two, Rodon is their ace. He is their better pitcher. Rodon is better than Garrett Cole. Uh, I mean, I guess, yeah. He Stuff-wise, but... on when they are both on the field, he is better because Garrett Cole, by, from one swing of the fucking bat, could lose you a game because he just gives up too many home runs. He gave up the second most home runs in the major leagues last year, and it's not the first time he's been top five, top ten in that. The guy gives up way too many home runs because he likes to throw fastballs at at people's chests, which if you just sit on the fastball, you're hitting it over the fence every time. So he has holes in that I don't think Rodon has, but that's not the argument I'm trying to make. I'm just trying to say – they're going to struggle so much without Rodon for that first month. Well, they're I mean, gonna, it's going to be now t- at it's, this rate, Zach. It, it, it's it's like Nestor has a hamstring issue right now. You have they're Rodon expecting him back for opening day. Though. Okay, but right now with this whole litany of injuries that the Yankees have, you're going to have to think about either either Schmidt or Herman starting starting in the rotation at the beginning of the year for the first month. I think it's going to be Herman. I think he's going to get the call. But it, it, that sucks, honestly, if you're the Yankees. Losing Rodon and Montas and subbing in and Trevino. Herman, like and Lou Trevino, but that's in the bullpen. Right, but... Um, but that is like... And Canely no, was probably going to... Canley is hurt too. He's probably going to be their swing man. That's a and if you lose your rotation, the one thing you need is your fucking swing man to get you to the like. So when your rotation sucks, you need your swing man to get you to the bullpen. Tommy Canley, he's not there to do that. I, I they're going to struggle a lot at the beginning of the season with these injuries. If they keep piling up, I don't know what we're looking at for the Yankees. And if Rodon, if this is going to be one of those years that he just can't stay healthy because. He's been injured in the past. I know a lot of people have this narrative that he's an extremely injured player. He's not extremely injury prone. He has been injured in the past. But if this is something to if this is something that you look into and you say, holy shit, and you think about the Yankees without Rodon this year, the team's not as strong without Rodon. It's the same team no, as last year. Not. And that team from last year got a little lucky. I mean, it's definitely going to be a tough tough stretch to open the season for the Yankees like just from a health perspective. They're going to have to have guys step up to kind of bridge the gap between the opening day and when these guys can eventually come back fully healthy. And it's I don't know, man. Like we we were saying the beginning of this week, Zach, that guys like Rodon who haven't had that large of a history of having I mean, to the extent of my knowledge, I can't recall. Has Rodon ever had Tommy John? Uh, I think so. Okay, but regardless of the of the point, it's I don't think beyond the Tommy John he's had. I mean, we've said he's pitched almost two hundred inches, two hundred innings, two years in a row, the most he's pitched in his career. 
So there's definitely some some mileage on that arm right now. So it doesn't surprise me that it, he's got fatigue and there's a little bit of uh, tenderness in his arm. Yeah, I'm sure there. I'm sure there is. And like I said, if the, if this just if this stacks up with injuries, if he ends up stacking with injuries, injury after injury this year, and if that becomes the you know the story from New York is that Rodon can't stay healthy, I'm telling you, my Toronto Blue Jays bet looks incredibly great. Yeah, I mean, Blue Jays betters are feeling good now. I'm sure. Oh yeah. I would, even before Rodon went down, but yeah, even more now. All right, so besides Rodon today, I mean, a few minor moves that happened. Yuli Gurriel in agreement with the Marlins, uh, and then Jose Iglesias also to the Marlins on a minor league deal. So the Marlins doing uh, doing some work this afternoon, Uh perhaps adding to the major league roster, but as we said, pre-show Zach, not moving the needle too much on the team overall. No, I I mean, it doesn't move the Marlins at all. We were waiting for these, these deals to pretty much get done the other day. We didn't mention it either. Elvis Andrus signed with the white Sox as well. The other day, probably to play second base for them. I mean, these are just tiny moves that aren't really making these teams any better, even though Andrus probably had a, his best no, year like said, in five only, years last year, but it said you're only like you said you're only as good as your last player on the bench. So uh, these guys are uh, they play a part at some point down the stretch. Yeah, they definitely play a part, and and, and some of these guys could could end up being big. I mean, Andrus is going to play up the middle with Tim Anderson, so right. he, they're going to need him to be at least pretty good. Sure, um, but not a lot of moves that let. Like Yuli Gurriel doesn't really get me excited for the Marlins. Like, congratulations! You I mean, the Marlins Uli don't really get me excited in general. So it's exactly, like- they're not going to do much. But it's good to see them adding bats. It, they're at least trying because of how terrible their hitting was last. The they were the worst hitting stu- team. They were the worst hitting so team in the league boring, last year, dude. They're like old. They're just like it's like kind of where baseball careers go to die. It's besides like Jazz Chisholm and Sandy Alcantara, it's like what else do they have down there? Yeah, and I, I guarantee, like Luis Arise just went down there. I guarantee you, we never hear his name again. No, oh right, yeah, Arise is down there now. But it's like it's a shame. Like I'm sure he wasn't thrilled about being shipped down to Miami. Like, like I was saying earlier, it's just like it sucks for fans of that team because you play in a market where the Dolphins are competitive, the Heat are like one of the most desirable teams to play for in the NBA. And then you have the baseball team down there, and it's like, who the hell wants to play for the Marlins? They can't. They have, they're giving tickets out. I'd play for the Marlins. I mean, yeah, I'd play for the Marlins too, but I don't think they want us or do that. Yeah, me neither. This is uh, my official. Um, this is my application to play. Uh, uh, I don't want to run. No, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play first base. I don't want to run. Play first base, coach. Yes, I'll be first. Base. No, 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 no. I want to be third base, coach. Because uh, third base coach has to do stuff. First base coach just gives high yeah. fives. No, but first base coach has to pay attention to the pitcher and like time. Ooh, is... and they wait, 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 and they have to hold the the shin guards and shit. Yeah, no, I don't want to hold. That. I, no, no, I'm 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 good at. I have real good rotation on my arm to wave players home, so I think I'd be good oh, at that. Do you? Oh, this okay. is my my official application to be the third base coach for the Miami Marlins, and I would wear the fuck out of that uniform too. You probably would. Oh yeah. You know, I wanted to bring up uh, a tweet 
that I saw today from Jeff Passan, my favorite person in the entire universe. Thank God I didn't say Adam Scheffner. I was going to punch you in the face. No, no, no. Jeff Passan is my favorite person in the entire world. I love him. Okay. And it, it's he compared spring training 2022 and 2023 with the rule changes. Okay. Time of game is down 25 minutes okay. this spring training. Runs per game is up half a run. Stolen base attempts per game are up almost a whole stolen base. Batting average on balls in play on ground balls mm-hmm. is up about 25 points. And strikeout rate is down about a percent. These are all things that are moving in the right direction. And uh, and you could say coincidence. And obviously, that's not huge. Like, it's not giant gaps. Besides the time of game, like 25 minutes is a long time. That's like a whole, almost a whole inning. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you could argue the other ones are coincidence. I think the stole base attempts per game, I think that shows because of the rule changes. I think it's because of the bigger bags. I think it's because of the pitch clock. And I think it's very important. The batting average on, on uh, balls in play on ground balls. I mean, this, they're trying to show the shift 20 point difference, 15, 20 point difference really isn't that big of a difference. So you can argue coincidence, but I, I, I wanted to get your take on this. I mean, do you think it's working? Do you think it's helping the game or do you think maybe this is just coincidence no, besides time of game? Obviously. I- I think everything is helping the game to, to this point. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I like the numbers that I see so far. I was I was kind of against a lot of the things that were initially going to be put in place, but I think everything is working out. I think it needs a full 162-game sample, but I don't know. I think I think everything – look, I'm, I'm looking at the tweet that you see right now, so I see, like, the time of game. Like, that's huge. That's a That's huge massive. difference. But to, bef- three hours and one minute to two two hours and thirty six minutes. That's huge. Yeah, balls in play is great. Strikeout rate is going down. Is they were just trying to honestly? They were just trying to 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 create a more of offensive burst in the game, which they're doing. So, you know, I don't like Manfred, but this is this is something that I can put my seal of approval on. I think it's I think it's working and I think it's making baseball more interesting interesting to people who are casual fans. I'm also coming around on the pitch clock. I, I thought that was gonna really piss me off, but pitch clock it makes I don't know, it speeds things up and you can kinda use it to your advantage sometimes if you're a smart pitcher. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I do I do think that we need to see a full one sixty two before we really say anything about it, but so far, it's 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 doing what it's supposed to. It's going in the right direction, and there really hasn't been that many mistakes. Uh, I can't find the tweet. He might have deleted it, but he had a um, a tweet after that, and it was talking about um, the violations week by week, and it just showed how the violations week by week went down, went down, went down, went down, as they did last right, year as well. Once you fuck up once, it's like it's going to be over. And you figure it out. You're like, oh, I can't do that anymore. So. Sure. I don't think it's going to be a huge problem this year, but we got to see. We got to see the full season of of the rule changes and and see if we like it or not. Yeah, no, absolutely, I totally agree with you. <clears throat> so, Zach, do you want to get into? You want to talk a little golf before we get into Florida Man Friday? Sounds good. Uh, Players Championship this week, twenty five mil purse, which is almost the same. It's a, the Masters in the U.S. Open or fifteen to pop. So. 
aggregate between the two of those 30 mil to 25 mil like this is the big i think this is the biggest purse out of a regular pga tour event during the season that they've ever had so that's a, an, an exciting part to the week um that probably i don't know if many people even know that um but yeah like the course looks pure today like it's it, it's so nice that like i said last week like it's the weather's getting nicer up here but like damn like i still wish i was down in florida like at the players and enjoying that weather but morikawa got off to a great start today 700 par and man like i don't want to say that i'm hot on the golf bets but i'm not i'm hit i hit another stride with more with morikawa it's like my fourth or fifth tournament this year that i've like feel good with somebody going into the weekend all right it's the first okay it's been one day so let's settle down all right, john Rahm was set was seven under last weekend too and look how that happened miss well, he, he was one over at the end right one over well, i also had so let's also, not well i also had i also had scotty scheffler in that tournament don't forget finished finished second congratulations for getting second you bet I mean, on them to win no I mean, I, I bet a lot of them to, to place top 10, too, so I'm still winning bets. But at the end of the day, it's like I my mean, guys I, are coming I'm not making striking fun of you for, for I'm not making fun of you for winning bets. You're making winning bets. That's great. But don't come out here and tell everybody that you got the crazy picks when you lose, too. And I it's mean, been no, one I mean, like day I, I've, with I've Colin He shot seven I've, under today. He can shoot seven over tomorrow. Sure. I'm just telling you, like, the guys I'm picking recently have been playing well. Yeah, and mine's the opposite. Is that what you want me to say? Yes, kind of. I was Every time I one. pick a guy, they like to get over par, right? I got Cantlay, he's even. I got Rory, he's fucking four over, and I have Finau, and he's one over. But like I just said to you, it's the first day. Rory's going to shoot 10 under tomorrow. We're good. Let's not start – Let's not start getting on our own dicks just yet. We're good. Keeping positivity. Same thing as the roulette spin. You just got to keep positivity. I don't keep positivity with that at all. Yeah, me neither. No, but it's a good time for golf. It's it's ramping up like everything else. It's just like we got tournaments every weekend with some of the, with the best players every weekend, and that that's what we want to see. And it's kind of what the uh, the the what are you making a face at, Jake? I mean, Dustin Johnson isn't playing. Shut the fuck up. Oh, shut the fuck up. Fuck live. Okay, fuck Jake live. Is, Jake is resident live guy. I know. Jake loves live. Oh, my it's God. It's just because they have a cool jet. Jake is resident yeah, live. Yeah, also, if they, if they were to offer me, like, even a million dollars, I would just start denouncing the PGA. <laughs> if they offered me probably 50 grand, I would probably denounce the PGA. I'll take blood money. You hear that? I, I will. I have no morals. I will take any kind of dirty money. No problem. No problem. Oh, oh, oh. Didn't we say we were going to call oh, oh, oh. JMO? We were going to call JMO again and ask him if. What was if the you question can... that we came up? Remember, we were saying like how like texting and driving is distracted driving. What if you were eating and driving? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, okay. Here we go. Eating and driving. No, I thought illegal. it was peeing. I thought it was peeing. I thought we did peeing. Well, let's ask him both. You can ask him okay. both. Okay. Okay. Hopefully he answers. He's definitely gonna answer. Oh, oh he didn't answer. No. I think he's on, he's the phone's dead or he's on do not disturb. His phone's dead. 
No, Chamo. We will have to Tuesday, do it on Tuesday. T- Tuesday show. We'll, we'll have to do it on Tuesday. But yeah, moral of the story is good. Good weekend uh, shaping up at the players. Uh, everyone, place your bets. Get them in before the weekend, and someone like <clears throat> Morikawa's odds jump up a little higher. But um, yeah, it's shaping up to be a fun week in Orlando. I think that's where the tournament is this weekend. I think so too. Yeah. So it's a great weekend. World Baseball Classic, Conference Championships, plus the players. Great. Yeah, Selection Sunday. Selection Sunday, Sunday. It's a great weekend. All right, so should we get into Florida Man Friday? Let's do it. I can go Who first. Who wants to go first? Me? I can go first. You? Okay, you can go. Yeah. Uh, go naked, go man, naked Florida Man arrested after banging on house with barbell. So 62-year-old man faces charges of aggravated assault and armed burglary. A naked man carrying a barbell is accused of threatening uh, another man shortly after a burglary. He uh, was banging. He robbed a house and then went to the neighbor's house and started banging on the door with a barbell he stole from the neighbor's house. And he did this whole robbery and everything completely ass naked. What is with Florida people and being this naked? This is two weeks in a row where we're talking about ass naked people. This is what the house yeah. called Jambo last week. Exactly. So they prob- uh, they they might have put clothes on him, but probably not. This they might would be have a taken scary him to Jay sight to have to relive on a ring camera the the morning after. <laughs> this would suck to have to watch That's that video. Point. This one um, would. So yeah, so he was in th- th- that. That's that was the end of the story. So he's arrested. The neighbor called the police when he was started banging on a door with a barbell. That's a loud sound. It's a really loud sound. So yeah, that's that. That's my Florida man. It's good. It's a good one, Jake. Um, yeah, here we go. Uh, Florida man steals $950 worth of seafood from restaurant, tries to sell it back to restaurant. I don't know why the title cut off here. But, um, yeah, so Luis Alisano Manser, I don't, I don't know, was caught on security camera breaking into the docks, uh, I guess, of a grocery store, stealing $950 worth of shrimp and lobster tails. He then left the scene and attempted to sell the seafood to a Tom Thumb food store clerk, um, where he also used a stolen credit card to make a purchase. So, um, yeah. He tried to Good stuff. buy and resell seafood. I mean, you got to make a living somehow. I mean, you do. Uh, there's this, this cool little thing that a lot that some people forget about. You can get a job. And they'll pay you to work for them. He's a freelance seafood distributor. Oh, right, 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 right. I don't see anything wrong with that, all right? He's, it's supply and demand. They needed shrimp. He went to the store. He bought it for them. What's the problem? That's right. It's like COVID. And they bought out all the... Yeah, when they bought all the cans. Yeah, yeah. I'm with this guy. I stand with this guy. Let's go free him. I'm with, I'm with you. All right. All right, so my Florida man is Florida man pulls out quote unquote dank gummies instead of ID after nearly hitting gas pump. So a Florida man was who nearly hit a gas pump pulled out a package of dank gummies instead of his driver's license when a policeman showed up trying to help him. This guy 
literally just pulled up to the gas station and everyone at the gas station, they interviewed everyone and they could clearly tell that he was under the influence. He ran into the gas pump and he got out of his car and he tried to call AAA. He didn't have AAA though. A policeman eventually arrived, asked a man for his ID because he was clearly intoxicated and he pulled out a package of edibles like gummy edibles and tried to give it to the cop. Then he tried to make up a story that it was just regular gummies and there was no weed on it, even though the cop saw on the thing that it says cannabis infused. And I'm looking at a picture of this guy and his mugshot looks like he is the highest man on the face of the planet. And what an idiot. What an idiot. What a, so what stupid. <laughs> We're getting some picks. All right, sure. Powered by Riverside. All right, picks for Friday, March 10th. Zach, who are you going with? All right, my pick for Friday, March 10th. Since it's getting to that time of year, I'm going to go with a college baseball pick. Ooh. Yep. The Virginia Cavaliers versus the UNC Tar Heels tomorrow at 5 p.m. And today at 5 p.m. Friday the 10th. I'm taking the Virginia Cavaliers over the North Carolina Tar Heels. I like Virginia a lot this year. We talked about them a little bit in the world base in our college baseball preview. I like Virginia a lot. I think their pitching is very solid, and they got a couple good guys in the outfield. Their center fielder is phenomenal. I'm blanking on his name, but I like Virginia a lot. I think they're going to handle UNC. Obviously, baseball picks are very hard because a little league team could go out and beat team Japan. You never know, but I'm picking the Cavaliers, Virginia Cavaliers over the UNC Tar Heels. I'm taking uh, the Mark. Oh, excuse me. I'm not taking Marquette. I'm taking uh Yukon tomorrow over Marquette. I, I like once my, once I make my bracket next week, I'm seriously considering Marquette elite eight. Definitely sweet 16, but I think Yukon is, quite frankly, like damn near unbeatable in a home environment. And the garden is basically a home environment for UConn this week. So I'm taking UConn over Marquette tomorrow. That's college basketball for everybody who didn't. Yeah. College basketball. Jake hockey. Um, You know, I was going to go with hockey, but I think I'm going to go big East basketball. I'm going to oh, go no. over to upset Creighton. Tomorrow in the Big East tournament. Wow. Jake, Big I, East basketball. I really want Villanova to win. I don't know why. I just like them ever since that buzzer beater. So let's go Villanova. What are they all at? They're probably like plus 200 or something. I think they're, <laughs> yeah, something around there. They're definitely the dogs in this game, though. You like Creighton, right, Dawes? Uh, no, not really. 
I, I don't like Nova either, though. So I, I like I like Creighton more than I like Nova, but I don't really like either team. All right, well, uh, does, yeah. does just so just so you know, DePaul is up by nine against Xavier right now. Oh shit! That's what I'm saying, dude. It's like the big, like not necessarily just like the Big East, but any conference tournament. If, if you're like a team like DePaul, where you're in, you're a lower ranked seed, you got to play three or four days of good basketball, and you can make the NCAA tournament. Happened to yeah. Georgetown three years ago. Yeah, they made the, the NCAA tournament as an, a team under 500. I mean, they, they got terrible. bounced. Got bounced in the first round, but you still. They were. I mean, bad. You still got to the dance. That's true. Probably made a lot of money from it. Probably. Well, I mean, Patrick Ewing fired today, so it didn't really turn out that well. But <laughs> true. All right, roulette spin. All right, I uh, random number was sixteen that I had today. Oh, do we want to change that? Do we want to change from sixteen, or do we want to stick with sixteen? Just do sixteen. It ain't gonna hit anyway. All right. Well, of course, this is, this is the worst. We're we're um, I'm doing live roulette, so I'm I'm waiting for the next thing because like we what we said like the okay. I'm happy. No, I'm happy. I'm happy you're doing live. Yeah. All right. So in in the interim, make make some shit up. Let's let's. Uh, in the interim, I would just like to say that can we get a round of applause for producer Jake for all that he does on this podcast? Yeah, thank you, producer Jake. Producer Jake. Um, we miss him. We miss him when he's not here. Glad to have you back. I hate when Chris does the music. Um, we might have. Oh wait, hold on. Oh, oh yeah. I was gonna. It kicked me out for a second, and now I'm back in, and now I just have a black screen. So. Oh my god! Why do we have to, like, rely on you for stuff? Well, I mean, this isn't my fault. It's like, what do you want me to do? Doesn't happen to Jake. Jake's also cool. We know this. Jake's the coolest kid I know. Zach, can you try? I don't have any money in my account. And I'm not adding for this roulette spin. I'm trying my best right now. Why don't we just spin a wheel? We just don't win money off it. Not like we ever win. Yeah, we never win. We could also just skip the roulette spin today. No, but we have to do it. We always do double, so it counts. Jake's got it. Jake's got it. No 16. money today? Yeah, no money. Right. 16. Imagine it hits. It's going to hit. That's 16. Thir- 13. Oh, okay. Oh. okay. All right, 13. Save three bucks. There you go. We're saving money, boys. I mean, we're already down like 50 bucks, 60 bucks, so. Yeah, that's what it is. It's just money, right? Let's get it. But yeah, Doesn't that grow on trees? Uh, it's paper, so paper grows on trees, so yeah. All poop, right, everybody, poop, that is poop. our show for Friday, March 10th. Enjoy your weekend. Stay safe. Drink up. Have some fucking fun this weekend. Watch some college basketball. Win some money. Peace out. Don't forget one day closer to opening day. Love you guys.